Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, Seattle and San Francisco. Can Brock Purdy be the odds-on MVP favorite Monday morning? He's not the favorite right now. So there's it's basically three guys at, depending on where you're shopping, three, three and a half to one. And it's Dak, Hurts, and Purdy. And conventional wisdom is winner of Sunday Night Football. Monday morning is the MVP. But if Hurts is a little banged up, if Philly's defense actually makes Dak struggle for the first time, like I do think there's a scenario. Seattle plays shootouts, man. And the Niners are rallying around Purdy very publicly. Mm -hmm. Like, Kittle's talking about it and giving him a ton of praise. Uh, Shanahan, obviously. Like, the the guy, like, Purdy is playing the humble role, and all of his teammates are building him up. It wouldn't surprise me at all if this is, like, a, bl- a blowout game and McCaffrey's consecutive touchdown game streak ended, and they're in at the two-yard line, and instead of running in McCaffrey, they play action to just boost his touchdown numbers. Like, I could see a scenario where Sunday night football is a little ugly and this game is a 350-yard, four-touchdown game and Purdy is the favorite just based on he's playing a defense that gives up a ton of points. And I think his team is rallying around building up their quarterback and not making him like he's a product of the system. All good points. I mean... I think that hurts for me, even though the numbers aren't there. If they go to Dallas and win, 
they'll be back in the driver's seat to get the number one seed. Yep. But if you like Dallas to win the game on Sunday, then I think that I I I think if that happens, Dak becomes the favorite because he has the numbers and then he has the signature win. Um, Listen, I think that, to be clear, I think the most likely thing is that conventional wisdom is correct, that there's enough points scored in Sunday night football that that person, whoever wins, is the favorite. But the question is, can it happen? Yeah, because I because Purdy has a a monster game. He went to Philly and won. So I think think in that way – you're on to something. I think that's entirely possible just based on where he is in the odds list right now. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had to bet, you know, they're all even, you're saying, if I had to bet one of those three guys, I'd probably bet Dak. Not, And I just said I think Philly's going to win the game. But if I had to bet one of those three, I would bet him. Uh, just because I, I am concerned about the Hurts injury. And with Purdy... You know, I think the McCaffrey thing and the questions about is he really the catalyst for what they do will hurt him. Overall, though, if I had to bet somebody for MVP, and I know we've already made several MVP bets on the show, and yeah. they were great odds, but they're probably not going to win with Stroud. Yeah, good value I, losers. I think expecting. two. I, I think two at plus nine fifty is a very good bet. I don't agree, dude. If Tyreek Hill has two thousand yards, yeah, that's two- a good point. That's a good point. How you're already, you're already trying to talk me out of it. I mean, that's that's uh, it's the same logic that I just used for against Purdy. So that is a good point. Yeah, I just, I just, I think that like it's much more likely that McDaniel has still has a shot at Coach of the Year. To uh, Tyreek's obviously the favorite for Offensive Player of the Year, but I mean, I, I think that you can, if you want to make an argument, you should make the Tyreek for MVP argument. Yeah. And just hope that the top quarterbacks all, you know, are mediocre down the stretch or at least inconsistent. And if Tyreek shatters Calvin Johnson's record, you know, maybe that's a scenario where he gets it, even though I doubt it. Um, Jags and Browns is the next game. Trevor Lawrence has a potentially bad ankle sprain. Do you still consider the Jags a contender in the AFC? So when you say contender, you mean to win the whole thing? To win the, let's say to win the AFC, can they represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? I, I don't, I would not know. I would not say that. Um, you know, I think the, by the, record. Then the list of teams is small. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, by record, I think they are. Uh, you know, they, they, it, it, the high ankle sprain situation, he's already back and doing some stuff at practice. So it doesn't look like it's going to be a long term injury for him. But, more than anything else, the way that that defense just got exposed by Cincinnati with Browning is the thing that's that's e- that's equally troublesome or cl- not as bad as your quarterback having almost a debilitating, potentially season-altering injury. But it's not that far off from that, Danny. You know, you don't have to have a great defense to win a Super Bowl. We saw Kansas City do it last year with a middle-of-the-pack defense that just, you know, made critical plays in the playoffs, but overall was not a dominant unit. Chris Jones came alive, all those things. Their secondary matured and grew up and all that stuff. But uh, I I don't, I look at Jacksonville a lot. Like I look at Detroit in the NFC now there. I think they're a very good bet to make the playoffs and win their division, but I've got questions about them as a legitimate contender because I just don't think their defense has what it takes 
to win consecutive games in January? They're probably safe to win the division still, but Indy is right back to where we bet them. They're basically plus 450. And so what happened with that? You've cashed out that bet with Nick. Yeah, I'm out. I'm How out. much money did you get back for that bet? I it was a I was a coward. I took 92 I lost 92 cents on the dollar. <laughs> I saved 8 bucks and went to Chipotle. Uh and now Gardner Minshew's on a winning streak. So but is that bet still alive for me? I thought I think you rolled it over into Chiefs v the field for 200 in the AFC. We'd have to check the texts with Nick Wright, but um this Jaguars-Browns game is going to be straight up unwatchable, by the way. Well, it's got another low total like the Steelers and Patriots had. I think it's at 30 and a half. Yeah. And then Jags schedule the rest of the way after at Cleveland is Baltimore, then at Tampa. So easily could be a four-game losing streak for Jacksonville. Yep. Then it's Carolina and Tennessee. So it ends soft as Lawrence should be healthy, but – this has a chance to be way closer than Jaguars fans want it to be. Way less comfortable uh, if they lose this game in Cleveland. Win the game in Cleveland, you're probably fine. Lose the game in Cleveland, I think it's going to be very uncomfortable for Jaguars fans week 17 and 18. I don't think they will. Um, Bengals and Colts, is the success of Gardner Minshew and Jake Browning inspiring or infuriating, you asked? Okay, did you skip Rams? Oh, I did. My Ray- bad. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Yeah, I just don't know how it works for Spencer with the graphics if he needs us to go in order. Go ahead. Okay, no, he, he did Colts and Bengals. Okay, what do I mean by this? Some of us live in a world where we watch NFL teams and what Jake Browning did last week would be the best individual game quarterbacked by a member of our team in like two decades. And then for a quarterback to have a four-game winning streak... It's been five years, okay? So it is infuriating that Jake Browning can throw for 350 and a few touchdowns in his first ever game. And Gardner Minshew can execute multi-game winning streaks and bring his team back from the dead. Like, I know that people pay to see the money quarterbacks and the rules have been created to keep the big guys healthy, but why can my team – I could be like, oh, Tyson Bajan. Tyson Bajan was a act. It was about his dad and where he went to college. There was nothing sustainable there. And I don't know if Jake Browning's sustainable. But at least it's exciting and he was throwing the ball down the field. And Minshew is winning games, plural. So I don't know how all these other teams find glimmers of hope at QB, even if it's not long-term hope. I have never experienced anything like this. So I am jealous, frankly. It's uh, a nod to teams that have offensive head coaches and what that can do uh, for your team's quarterback depth and what guys who aren't starters are capable of when called upon or thrust into duty for sure. I mean, the Colts thing with Minshew, we've been on this all year. He was was the best backup in the NFL going into the season. I thought there was an argument for him to be their starter day one because of how raw Anthony Richardson was. And plus he had played in Steichen's system in Philadelphia. And you see that he's got a lot of the qualities that made him a fun player in Jacksonville when he was a rookie, but he's just getting better coaching now. And so that 
part of it doesn't surprise me. The Colts' success this year, not a lot of people know this, but they're a top 10 scoring offense, and they've done it without Jonathan Taylor there for most of the year. That's just an awesome job by their head coach, who I said on the last the last podcast last Thursday should be among the coach of the year nominees. And then the same thing for Cincinnati. You know, I think Zach Taylor, his problem was he had an awful record before Jake, uh, before Joe Burrow showed up. Yeah. But for one year. Yeah. And it was with Ryan Finley and the end of Andy Dalton. And so that made him kind of look bad, but that was, that was really, that was crazy good. I mean, Browning looked, if you didn't know better, you thought you would have thought that Burrow was their quarterback in that game. Uh, and, and he's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to make time and take uh note of what happens in this. This, this turned into, I think a nothing burger game and in one week is now one of the five or six best games on the slate on Sunday, because now Cincinnati looks like they've got like not a good shot, but they at least kept themselves alive. And if Indy wins with the Steelers loss, they're going to be in the driver's seat to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's a it's a sneaky watchable game. 